Annie J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is The Best Life. What's up, y'all? What is up? So... I guess Danny and I are technically, I guess, breaking curfew because we're hanging out together. Actually, someone on social media was like, are you hunkering down over there or are you being rebellious? Is there a curfew now? No, there's not curfew. So um, so we know that we can't have gatherings of more than 50 people. Um, now so are, we, are you and I being irresponsible by hanging out together today? No, because we can get sick together. Well, okay. So bottom line is like... We wanted to talk about just the state of where we're at with things. And really, you know, it's funny. I think about this as like, you know, there's like sports and then there's sports commentary. Mm-hmm. There's the facts about the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Then there's our commentary. <laughs> so you're here because you have opted in for our take on things. And not that we're experts at all in, vir- in virology or whatever, how you say it. But, um, you know, when I think about it. Coronavirology. Uh, yeah, there is. There's a lot going on, mm-hmm. but I always come back to the things that we always talk about on this podcast. This really is a, a matter of uncertainty, isn't it? Yeah. Right? And how many times have you and I talked about <sighs> uncertainty on this podcast? So much. Talking about how, I mean, we have a whole episodes on the face of uncertainty and the living and how uncertainty. To, yeah. And so like, this is just on a mass scale. Yeah. And in multiple different areas, you know, so it's not just uncertainty in like your health, which is obviously the number one concern, the health of your loved ones, the health of your community, the health of your friends, family, et cetera. But it's also the uncertainty of the economy. It's also the uncertainty of livelihood. It's also the uncertainty of living situations. Like it's, it's a lot of uncertainty on multiple levels and we're not seeing the reverberations quite yet, but we're projecting and there's a lot of discomfort around what may happen as a result of um, the business is shutting down and so many people being out of work right now. Yeah. I mean, we were just, um, you know, we just tried to order on Uber Eats and it wasn't working. And I don't know if that had to do with, uh, just the Uber Eats app not working Hashtag fresh problems. or right. <laughs> or just, you know, it's, it's, I have the question of right before we recorded, I'm going, okay, so let's, Jill was just supposed to go to a conference in two weeks and I was supposed to be speaking at an event and we've had a lot of these events coming up that we were supposed to go to and now we're canceled. And so had we gone to those, we would have spent money on food there. We would have spent money on uh, lodging there. We would have spent all of this money, you know, just being there. And so now that we're not going, supposedly we would have more money, right? That's not being spent. So we should therefore do we put it back into the economy just go okay well I'm gonna spend it anyway but then you know I see people because we know that the economy needs money flowing totally and then I see things like uh, I'm from Las Vegas and so last night I saw uh, that the strip like 12 big casinos on the strip are closing down Tuesday uh, March 17th so this will probably be out afterwards indefinitely you know at least till may or so and so i'm sure with those casinos coming closing down that's going to cause others so i'm going this is thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs so those people are going i don't have money to spend because i am not bringing in the money that i expected to bring so i can't spend so you're kind of there's this weird piece of like should i be spending money right now to stimulate things or should i be hanging on because 
who knows what's going to happen and maybe I won't have any coming in. And this is a really tricky piece. It's a huge issue for the service industry. You know, it's huge for the service industry or anyone who's selling things that are not, um, anyone who's selling things that are not like essentials, Yeah. you know? So like we can look around and the economy is certainly booming in certain areas, like the food, like food, like toilet paper. Toilet paper. I mean, you know, like, so I think it's, I think we have to tackle one thing at a time. Yeah. I think most important is the health component. So there's a lot of different areas where this is affecting the first of course is health. And I think that we have to start with what is most important. And I think it was definitely the right thing to do by having businesses close, even though it's like, uh, it really fucking sucks. And most businesses are closed for at least two weeks now. We're here in Los Angeles. Um, it's definitely the right thing to do. Social distancing, definitely the right thing to do. Flat, trying to flatten the curve, definitely the right thing to do. And our, uh, you know, it's really interesting. I've been thinking a lot about is like our, um, like in the States, most people do things based on instant gratification and we're doing all of this in anticipation of things getting a lot worse. I think it will, it has been a service to see other, com- or other countries who are further along and like I would hate, I don't wish any harm on them and like I don't want things to get worse there. But having seen Italy, having seen China, having seen these places, Korea, like we kind of know what it's what it could potentially get to. And so it's a kind of a gift even that we've been able to look at other populations and be like, fuck, we can't do the instant gratification things anymore. The instant gratification things are like, I want to go out to this concert. I don't want to have to cancel. I just canceled my event that's happening in two weeks. I don't want to cancel that. That would have been the selfish thing. It would have been the instant gratification thing. It would have been like, I don't want to lose this money. I'm proud of us. I think as a society for like doing the things that we're not seeing pay off quite yet. In fact, we're doing the opposite of the things that are going to pay off. You know, we're closing businesses like people are potentially losing money. They're not going to have money for rent or whatever. So, you know, there's a lot of kind of things happening at once, but I think the first order of business is health Mm -hmm. and the health of our communities and our at-risk population. So I'm proud of us for do for foregoing the Instagram gratification and doing these things that we have to do. It's true. It's so hard to see, especially when you see the statistics of like, you know, we've seen this all over. The flu kills this many more people, and coronavirus has only killed this, and uh, you know, elderly people, and you guys are not in that population. But it's like these are people's families. These are people yep. who you know, or if you don't know. Someone, one of your friends does and they well, care about, about them. Well, think about flu season, right? You usually yeah. hear of like, I don't know, maybe a couple of people have the flu. You're like, oh, so-and-so's like sister had it or, you know, my dad got it or whatever. But like, this is going to be potentially five to time, 10 times that. So if you know two people who got the flu last year, you're going to know 20 people who have this and potentially one of them could die. Right. Fuck, that's a lot. And, and I don't like want to add to the fear mongering. I want to just like repeat what we already know about the virus, but we do have a really amazing opportunity to limit the spread. Yeah. And so I think focusing on that. And so Danny and I have been talking all day about this. Like, when do you reopen businesses? When do people get to go back to work? Right. Cause we don't know what this is going to be like, how this is going to be in the economy. Yeah. So what do we do as individuals? You know, I think a big thing, I just sent an email out about leadership and, um, it just keeps coming to my mind. I just keep having this thing about everyone's looking for answers. So, you know, I've been and I don't consume television. I hardly look on social media, but I find myself constantly refreshing social media to see if there's a new news, you know, new, like new CDC announcement, new announcement here and there. And so we're looking for someone to tell us what to do. We're looking for political political leaders to tell us what to do. We're looking for doctors to tell us what to do. We're looking for economists. Like, what do we do? And we're looking all around and ultimately like they don't, our best leaders, our smartest people, um, the people with the most education, 
I've never kind seen of this don't before. know what to do. Yeah. So we're just going, okay, we're looking for leadership. So I think there's a time, this is a place for, um, it's concern maybe, but also opportunity. And I think there's an opportunity for us to like each take personal leadership. And the, the first thing we can start with is just ourselves, right? Yep. And our families. So if you have children, like being able to, and I know you might be scared, but like being able to stand in front of your children and be like, hey kids, this is okay. We're gonna, we're gonna make a plan. We're gonna do something. Um, and taking personal leadership of your, your, whoever is around you. And I know that's not easy. Um, you know, there's like, I have been really, really good. And I broke down yesterday because I saw an announcement that the governor of California shut down all the, uh, in Los Angeles, all of the dining, dine in establishments and bars. And my daughter works at a dine in establishment as a server. And I had just been texting her hours before and I'm worried about her. You know, I'm like, how is she going to pay her bills? How is she going to make ends meet? And she was upset because everything kind of happened over the weekend while she was working and she wasn't able to get all the food and all the stores are like cleared out. And so, you know, I, I had this big um, crushing moment of, you know, I can't help her and, and single mothers and people out there who have like, you're just, who have to work in these industries. And at the same time, I was reminded by my boyfriend, like the best thing you could do is first, make sure you are taken care of. So make sure you're taking care of physically and mentally and emotionally, and then you can spread that. And one of the things he goes, well, one of the things you did for Courtney, my daughter has helped her develop a skill. She edits our podcast, if you guys don't know. And so, you know, you can help her find more podcasts that are out there. And like, what are ways that we can all be creative in finding other money and helping each other and being just forgiving and being just uh, like giving each other grace and everything. But I think ultimately it really has to start with just you as an individual and how you feel and like, yeah. Not letting the fear overtake. Yeah. I mean, it's important because it's like, I think it's a good practice. And if you were listening to this podcast before, you know that we do talk about uncertainty and the practice is the same. It's control the things you can control. And then for the things you can't, I think it's wise to think about, okay, what would that look like? But also realize that there's a lot we can't control. And that's what's so hard about this. Like as humans, we love control. We just need to feel that level of certainty. And it's a lot of uncertainty right now. So what can we do? Um, I love the idea of taking care of yourself, like physically, mentally. I love the idea of developing other skill sets. If you're listening to this and you are a professional, support your clients. If you're a personal trainer, if you're a health coach, if you can't be seeing those or you're in the service industry and you can't be seeing your clients in person. I had a call this morning with one of my clients and she's a full-time personal trainer and she's developing online solutions that are affordable for her clients right now. So like, how can you start to think about ways to offer value I'll tell you what is up is the internet. Yep. Views are up online. Yep. People are consuming a bunch of stuff. So if you are a content creator, if you have a knowledge base, put out more stuff, put out more Instagram posts, do more Instagram live, you know, TVs, do like anything that you can do to teach the thing that you know, people are consuming content online right now. And so it's like, that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be watching television. They're going to be scrolling the internet. Um, you know, they're going to be learning. Hopefully maybe they'll learn new skills. Maybe they'll read books. Like this is a good time to kind of go inside and think about ways that you can serve that don't have to be in front of people. Yeah. The other piece too is, and this is so hard. I was kind of laughing because I kept seeing all these posts of people coming, don't panic. But in the way it's the way that it was said, it's almost like, whoa, it's making you want to panic. I'm like, whoa, don't, when you yell, don't panic. It's like instantly creating the opposite reaction of panic. And for me, it's just um, staying calm, present and aware and just being, um, just 
observing and trying not to get caught up in the FOMO. I, f- I found, yeah. you know, it's funny. We Tons went, of scarcity happening. Yeah. We went to the grocery store because um, we were going to just pick up some wine and people were just frantic. And I found my own energy mm. feeling like f- kind of a yeah. frantic. Um, right. You're like, what do, I came for wine, but what else yeah, should I be getting? I just, I started getting, feeling this frantic uh, energy and um, scarcity. And so it's really easy to pick up on that. And if you are uh, just really attuned to other people around you. It can be it can be hard because you feel like oh I'm missing out on something. And the toilet paper thing I think is funny. It's there's so many memes about it, but it's like I really think it came down to people started buying it, and then other people saw other people thinking oh well I must need that too. So then they so suddenly we have this FOMO of like they must know something I don't know, so I better get this too, and it's turned into this crazy spread. And I've seen a lot of posts about how, yeah, viruses um, spread, but also fear can spread. Mm. And we have to be so careful about what we are sharing, like the kind of things we're spreading, you know, energetically and with our words and those kind of things like panic can spread so fast. And And uh, I also think that like the poo-pooing of it can also spread. Like I've seen a lot of that too, of people not taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. I think that it is possible to take it seriously without like overdoing it. You know what I mean? I think like do what you can do. I've also seen just a lot of people like shaming other people for being a little bit frantic or shaming other people for being conscientious. Yeah. I think it's possible to take it very seriously and be conscientious without spreading fear. And so I remember you went to Trader Joe's and you actually posted on your story. I saw it. Um, you know, like the empty shelves yep. and then you deleted it yep. and I asked you why and you're like, well, I don't want to just contribute to the feelings of scarcity because yep. we have people who are sitting at home. Maybe they didn't run out. I know for me, I didn't run out because I not, not because I w- didn't like take it seriously, but I was like, I just don't feel like battling the crowds to be honest. Yep. Like I'll wait till everyone gets their shit. Then I'll go and see what's left. Um, and I remember, you know, if you are sitting at home not doing that, but you do see shelves being emptied, you're like, fuck, I need to go get mine. And so, yeah, I think it can. So I think there's a right amount of severity um, to practice without it being over the top. Yeah, it's tricky. I I was, it was kind of Jeff that called me out because I was saying like, I don't want to contribute to this. I don't want to, and then, but I got to Trader Joe's and it was like empty and I'm going, oh my gosh, yeah, I want to post about it. It's crazy. I've never seen this. And then he's like, well, I thought you didn't want to contribute. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's, it feels because when you, when I was seeing that, I'm going, no way, it's not real. Then I was like, oh, it is real. So I got to share it. But I felt like it was maybe contributing in the wrong way. And of course I posted some funny things about like all the condoms being gone. Cause I, I feel like laughter at this point is not that we're making fun of it, but I think we need to keep things We need light. levity. Yeah. We, we need, to we need keep, like little bright spots. We do. And so I was joking around too. And just even talking earlier about if this is the thing that makes people finally have safe sex, they're worried, <laughs> they're worried about getting coronavirus through sex, even though it's going to come through their kissing and breathing, right? <laughs> whatever it takes. Yep. Um, besides, I thought there'd be so many babies during the quarantine season. We're going to have like these quarantine babies I was in December. Say, well, like we know that Pornhub views are up, <laughs> way up. Yep. I mean, people are sitting at home. So it's like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, again, you know, resources, be resourceful. Uh, if you're out of a job, you know, making homemade porn, I feel like is maybe something <laughs> that is going to be, you know. Use your skill set. Yeah. Your skill <laughs> There is a market for amateur porn. Um, I think, you know, and I, I, there, I saw a lot of um, people, you know, mentioning if you do, if you hire people in the service industry, Mm -hmm. like try to keep them on 
salary or keep them as contractors if you possibly can. You know, a lot of people who are independent contractors are getting their, either getting their contracts, you know, reduced or cut at this point. You know, I've seen a couple of, you know, my like kind of one-off clients have canceled their payments. Like I, I, you know, it's, it's hard to maintain an abundance when you see that, but it's like people need to do what they need to do. But if you do have the funds, like you always talk about, especially with like master your money, like money likes to flow, right? Yeah. So like yeah. this hoarding of money even I don't think will stick around. So yeah. if you have allotted funds for certain things that, you know, to pay people to do things and you can still afford it, then I think do it because we need to see that money continuing to flow. You know, <laughs> I, I really think it's important that we don't judge how other people deal with this situation. Like whether it's through humor, like if they're doing the right, like if they're doing the things that they need to be doing to be responsible, like sure. Like, you know, I think judge someone who maybe doesn't, you know, who puts other people at risk by holding their live event maybe. But like if you're laughing about it, if you're putting up memes about it, if like you're trying to figure out the way that you're going to handle it, I think that that's okay. I think like everyone's going to have a different way of handling it. Some people handle it with humor. Some people handle it with, you know, gravity. Some people handle it with, you know, um, you know, trying to give away a lot of free stuff and be of service. Like some people like through charity, I think try not to judge how other people handle this. I think everyone has a right to the way that they are going to get through and deal with uncertainty, you know? Um, Maybe some people will drink a little more. I don't know. (laughs) Or watch more porn. I don't know. Hey, lots of people are watching more porn because what else is there to do? Um, Yeah, but we just, you know, I saw a post from uh, Derek Halpern today about, and Derek Halpern was at Jill's Mastermind a couple years ago and a friend of ours. And he just said like, you know, people are getting angry about like who's running business or selling at a time right now. And it's like, well, we need to be selling. And, and he kind of talked, to, he mentioned how, you know, if you own a business, it's your responsibility to take care of your employees and make sure that they have a job. And then and you also have customers who have goods and services that they need. And so, you know, to, to get mad at somebody for selling or doing their business or doing their job and try to, I feel like the best thing we can do is try to stay as normal as possible. Yep. As much as we can try to do, and it's not always going to, it's obviously not going to be the case. You know, yep. there's so many things people cannot do. They're stuck. You can't go the movie theaters can't go out to eat like um you know it's so it's funny I remember when I was paralyzed uh for a long the a big majority of time I was thinking of all the stuff I couldn't do it's like oh I can't walk now and I can't do this and I can't do this and the only way I finally made some headway was was when I could shift to, to look at what I could do it was like okay well I could study to learn a new skill you know I could be grateful that I have you know the resources or the like that people are here to save my life, that I, you know, can still be here today because of medicine. Um, I do, did have a place to go. I didn't end up homeless and paralyzed. Like it could have been worse. So I think, you know, changing our perception and our perspective can really make a big difference. Like there's of course a ton of things we're not going to be able to do, but this is temporary and we do have to realize we do we have a chance to, and I don't want to call, I don't want this to be like, what do they call it? Spiritual bypassing, right? Right, right, right. Is, and I, there's realities to the things, but yes. we can also make the realities worse, you know? Yeah. You know, one of the things that it's funny, cause I, I obviously I, you and I both work with a lot of like health and fitness professionals and I was getting a lot of DMS from people asking me like, Hey, I'm really worried. I'm not gonna be able to go to the gym. I don't want to lose what I worked so hard for, or I'm worried that like, there's not gonna be any protein at stores. And like, 
these matters feel small. So, you know, I felt a little weird at first talking about these things because I was like, this feels so maybe petty in the grand scheme of things. But look, I'm not an expert on the coronavirus. I'm not an expert on infectious disease. What I'm an expert on is maintaining muscle and training and nutrition. So I was like, okay, I can't talk about the coronavirus because that's not my area of expertise, but I can talk about these things. And I think it's a mistake to shame people for talking about their expertise in this moment, especially when you know it's a concern. Yep. So I felt, find myself being like, okay, this is coming off. Is this coming off as like first world problems? This is coming off as like such a petty thing. But these small things, these ways of life are in the back of people's minds. And if you're an expert in helping someone through that, even if it's a small thing, it would be a disservice for you to hold back. So you don't have to get on social media and talk about the coronavirus, especially if you don't know the fuck you're talking about. Don't talk about it. But if you have an expertise and you have the time, you owe it to the world. Like now is your time. If you're a personal trainer, you can't be at the gym, fucking get on social media and drop a content bomb about what you do know. Go be the go-to expert for that thing. Don't try to be an expert in the coronavirus because you feel like if you're don't not talking about the coronavirus, you're off topic. Talk about what you're good at. Talk about what your area of expertise is and people can tune in or tune out based on if they're interested or not. But don't let someone shame you into thinking like that's not important. And and so it's hard. Like it's a balance, right? But at the same time, like don't try to be an expert in something you're not. But if you are an expert in something, offer that value. Especially people are asking about it. Totally. This is an interesting time too because, you know, it's a little... It feels very similar to after 9-11 where there was so much uncertainty and people in New York were buying up food and we didn't know if we were going to get, you know, I remember in Vegas, people were going, wow, are they going to send a a plane to crash into the casinos there or like big cities, San Francisco or Chicago. So I know some of the big cities were scared, like what if we're the next target? And so there was a lot of fear and it felt wrong in a way to be talking about anything else because we were maybe under attack. I feel like this is, it feels similar in a lot of ways, but it's also different because we're not under attack. We are, um, we're definitely, this is something that we're not necessarily in control over, um, but we are in control over taking care of our health, making sure that we keep ourselves at, we can minimize our risk. um, We can take care of our own bodies. And the biggest thing is like, we have to, number one, you know, I kind of, I really want to talk about this is like the first thing you can do is take care of yourself. You you know, number one is you taking care of you. Then the next, and and your own mental, (laughs) not only physically, like your health, but mentally as well, taking care of you. Then you take care of your family around you. And then we can take care of like, who's next, your community and, and what you're talking about and what you bring to the world. But I think that it is okay to try to keep as much normalcy as possible and not feel bad about it because it just, it is different than, than what we had before. And no one knows what it's going to look like. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think trying to project out is more just adding to the collective like fear that we all feel anyway. So do your part hunker down, good vibes, like talk to your friends, talk to people, have virtual Skype meetings, like do what you need to do to stay connected. You know, especially if you're someone who tends to feel, you know, maybe isolated or alone or whatever, do what you can to, um, keep your spirits up, to stay engaged in the community. And always remember, and Danny J always says this, is like we get to choose what we consume. So if you feel like your social media is making you feel like is, is making you feel a sense of catastrophe and, you know, yes, we I think there's a difference between taking something seriously and also freaking out about it. So 
choose what you consume, choose wisely, listen to experts and, um, and we're here for you, whatever you guys need. Yep. We are here for you. And, um, you know, big thing is like, choose who you follow and lead yourself, you know, take care of you first. You're number one. We can't help anyone else unless we are taking care of ourselves. So anyway, we're going to be here. You're going to get our commentary on this, like it or not. Well, you're choosing to listen, so I, I guess say, you do you like it. Log off. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're open to your feedback. Obviously, we'd love to have this conversation in the closed Facebook group, thebestlifepodcast.com. Make sure you guys go ahead and join the group. We have a really amazing uh, group in there. Uh, very important discussions, juicy discussions. We'd love to keep this going. See where you guys are at with this and let us know what you would like to see more of as usual. See ya. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. bye.